You're listening to Witham's Taxing Topics. When it rains, it pours. Tax regulations and guidance are dynamic, continually changing domestic and international financial waters. Step under Witham's umbrella to better weather the storms of tending taxing topics. We'll share the essential news and information you need to prepare for what's ahead. Kimberly Phelan, Partner and International Practice Team Leader at Witham Smith & Brown, and I'm here with Sahar Jafad, and we are here to talk about YouTube, Google, and international tax withholding. Sahar? Hi, thank you. Uh, my name is Sahar Javed, and I am Tax Manager at Witham Smith & Brown, based in Prince, Princeton office. Uh, I work on business tax compliance side. And uh, today, as Kimberly mentioned, we are going to talk about um, international tax and YouTube tax withholding. There's a lot going on in the tax world, and it is continuously changing with new information and regulations. And today, we are going to explore YouTube withholding, specifically if you are a foreign person who received U.S. source income, what does it mean for you? So just to explain in a nutshell, uh, withholding taxes are, de uh, are deducted from the payment to satisfy government tax liability. And uh, we will turn to Kimberly to discuss what are the recent changes and how should non-U.S. creator approach, approach the payments of revenue. Thanks, Sahar. So what's the issue? YouTube unilaterally decided that effective May 31st, 2021, if their recipients of U.S. source income had not provided tax documentation, that they were going to withhold income tax from all payments made to, the, to their providers. So they decided to do this and said, if you are a U.S. person, you need to file a Form W-9 to show that you're U.S. and there was no withholding. If you're a foreign person, then they, if you don't turn in any paperwork, they're going to withhold 24% of your worldwide income. And this is likely to be above what would otherwise be required. They decided to do this because the IRS has been really cracking down on payments to foreign persons where withholding should occur. So um, generally what's required is 30% of the, of the with U.S based income or the U.S. source income should be paid over to the IRS in the form of U.S. withholding tax. If the income is foreign source, no withholding is required. If you haven't turned in your paperwork, the IRS or YouTube has decided we will just automatically withhold 24% of your worldwide income. So let's just talk about what kind of income you, you might generate from YouTube. So YouTube generates income from their ad views, from like sticker chats and super stickers and from channel membership. So everybody, you know, YouTube gets money from advertising. It gets money from people paying to be on, to be on it. And then they pay their creators. So again, how much tax is withheld? is, is going to be dependent upon whether or not you filed your paperwork. And we'll talk about the paperwork in just a second. Um, Sahara, you want to talk about kind of the different types of income that Google might have? Because Google did the same thing. Yeah, that is interesting. And um, there's something worth mentioning that payments uh, which are made in relation to Google products, for example, copyrights, royalties, uh, motion pictures, and TV royalties, and even services from AdSense, 
they are subject to withholding tax. And under U.S. law, Google is a withholding agent to withhold taxes on relevant YouTube earnings. So uh, from here, I'm just going to dive into a quick example. Let's say you are a foreign taxpayer and earned 50,000 worldwide income. And out of that, 10,000 US, re US revenue. Um, there will be a withholding of 30%, as Kimberly mentioned, on US income. And just to make a nice round number, um, it would be 3,000 uh, 3, is, is going to be your withholding. Now, let's keep the same scenario, but information was not submitted by May 31st, 2021. Um, the tax withholding will be 24% of worldwide income, and your withholding will be 12%. Um, there's a big difference between those two numbers. And uh, just, to, just to have a cherry on the top, I'll go to Kimberly and we'll talk about treaty benefits because there are treaty benefits which could be claimed, right? That's right. So where the U.S. has tax treaties, the tax treaty often limits the amount of, of tax that's withheld on specific types of revenue. So a lot of times what you're earning here are royalties. And depending upon the country you're from, that royalty weight rate could drop substantially below 30%, even down to 0%. So for many of the foreign creators, the foreign people receiving revenue from YouTube or Google, if they file their forms, they will not have any withholding. But if they don't file their forms, that's where Google or YouTube will withhold 24% of worldwide income. And what are the forms? I'm going to just quickly talk about the forms. So if you're a U.S. person, I said if that's a form W-9 that says that you're a U.S. person and you provide your social security number and your address and you sign under penalties of perjury that you're a U.S. person. You have to have a U.S. ID number to fill out that form. If you're not a U.S. person, you would file a form W-8. And there's many different kinds of W-8. An individual would file form W-8-B-E-N. That's to show that they are an individual, that they are a non-U.S. person. And if they can claim treaty benefits, you can disclose there the type of income you're going to get, what the treaty article is, and what the withholding rate is. Again, that form is signed under penalties of perjury. Now, other countries have very similar forms that we have to fill out, and often they require a certificate of residence. Because you're filing the form W-8-B-E-N under penalties of perjury, the U.S. does not require certificates of residency. Now, what if you're not an individual? So if you are a business entity of any type, you're going to file one of a few types of forms. If you're a corporation or you're going to be taxed like a corporation, you might file a B-E-N-E, which is for entities. If you actually have a trader business in the U.S. and you're going to report this income on a U.S. income tax return, then you might use Form W-8-E-C-I, which stands for Effectively Connected Income. And if you're a partnership and you're going to pass this income out to your partners, or if you're a financial institution, you might use Form W-8-I-M-Y, which is for financial intermediaries or other non-withholding intermediaries. And if you're a partnership and your partners are foreign, you're going to need to submit a Form W-8-B-E-N for each of your partners. It gets a little complicated. But those are the forms that Google or YouTube requested in order to determine how much withholding 
to withhold on payments. If you submitted the form, then the IRS or then those at YouTube or Google is going to look and say, what type of income is this? Is there a treaty reduced rate? And we're only going to assess tax on the U.S. source income. So um, let's talk a little bit about what these companies do. So the first thing they have to do, there are a number of steps that they take when they are about to make a payment. The first is they determine the type of income that's paid. Is it a royalty? Is it for services? Is it for services performed in the U.S.? Is it for services performed out of the U.S.? So we look at that and they say, okay, now I know what type of income it is. And then we have to look and see, is the payee a U.S. vendor? And if it is, then they will, they will have that indication through the w, Form W-9 and they might not have, they won't do any withholding and they'll figure out how they report that to their U.S. vendor. After that, they need to determine the source of the income. Is this a foreign source income or is it U.S. source income? If it's foreign source income, generally no reporting is required. But if it's U.S. source income, they would withhold 30%. Now, we have to take a step back and talk about the Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act, or FATCA. And you say, wait a second, we're not talking about a foreign financial account here. How does FATCA figure in? Well, when FATCA came into force, one of the key things is that they wanted everyone to report the payments. And if you don't have the W-8 forms in, there's an automatic 30% withholding on U.S. source income. So as we've discussed a few times, YouTube and Google went beyond that, and they're withholding 24% of worldwide income instead of just 30% of U.S. source income. So that's kind of the, the steps that they go through. And again, if there's no if there's no forms in, they have to look at the FATCA withholding. So all of this is reported on Form 1042-F. If there was tax withheld, the foreign payee, the foreign recipient, is going to want to have a U.S. ID number so that they can line up the amount that was withheld with what might not, which, which might be over withholding, and then they can get that money back if they file a tax return. It sounds like a lot, doesn't it, Sahar? Yes, definitely. And with a lot changing in tax world, it is getting very complicated. <laughs> it is. So if you have questions about, you know, this is, we just talked about what YouTube and what Google are doing when they're paying their foreign recipients. So a lot of other businesses will likely be contacted if they're paying foreign persons and they don't have the forms and they haven't done the withholding. Because if the IRS finds that a business has made a payment to a foreign recipient and does not have the proper forms in place, then the IRS will assess that 30% withholding on the payor. And there will be interest and penalties applied on that payment as well. So it's best to make sure you're getting the W-8 from your foreign recipients and it's best to make sure you know exactly what type of income you're paying them and whether or not you need to do withholding and get the withholding payments made into the IRS and get the 1042s and 1042s filed so that you don't run afoul of these withholding obligations. Now, 
as the digital economy is evolving, more and more payments, you know, you might look at this and say, well, wait a second, how does someone who creates content for YouTube in a foreign country end up having a U.S. tax liability? It's because the world is digital. And even though you're creating content overseas, you are receiving most likely some U.S. source income from the U.S. royalties that you've received. Yeah, so for, for that reason, it is very crucial that all the YouTube, like any uh, person, especially foreign person uh, who's receiving U.S. income has to provide their information and should have provided by May 31st. And um, in order to not run into worldwide income taxation for withholding, of which is going to go 24% of your worldwide income, um, it's as we run, ran through those numbers, it's better to just <laughs> provide all the information correctly to the authority. Right. And there's one more little thing, which is that if you're the recipient of income from Google or YouTube and they've overwithheld. So say you didn't get your paperwork in and they withheld 24% of your worldwide income. That tax could be substantially reduced. Let's say you're from a country with a 0% withholding rate. The, your home country will not get a foreign tax credit for the US tax withheld because it could have been reduced by treaty. So you need to make sure that you don't end up where you're paying U.S. tax because it's being withheld from your YouTube payment, and then you have to pay tax on that income again in your host in your home country. The U.S. does the same thing. If you receive foreign source income and it's taxed overseas, and you could have reduced that tax by treaty, you do need to go back and get the tax back from the foreign country. You can't just claim it as a foreign tax credit here. That is very interesting. Yeah, so we hope whether you're a payor of US source income or foreign source income or you're a recipient, this has been helpful in helping you understand how to minimize the US tax withheld and how to do the proper reporting and make sure you don't get stuck paying double tax around the world. We invite you to check out our other podcasts on international tax, and we look forward to sharing more information with you again soon. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Withens Tax and Topics. Contact us with your feedback or suggestions for future podcast topics. Visit www.withem.com for additional information. Send an email to info at withem.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Witham CPA. Thank you for listening.